on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, this is the Captain's Corner. Here are your hosts, John Parker Wilson and Rashad Johnson. It's week seven. It's the best week of the year. We don't eat. We don't sleep. Tennessee hate week, baby. Ooh. That's it. It's Tennessee. It's Tennessee Volunteer Week. It's the third Saturday in October coming up. I'm John Parker. Today, as always, we have Rashad Johnson. I'm glad to be here. It's it's good to have you here, but we got a special guest in studio. He's hanging out for the whole show. To be honest, I think you guys couldn't find someone else, so I was the backup plan. No, I'll, you are a man. I will roll with it, though. <laughs> it's my time to shine. Coming, coming live from the Bryant-Denny <laughs> Stadium studios here at the... North end zone. We got BJ Stabler in studio, man. It's good to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we Thank got you. you. I'm sorry. That. Hey, listen, this is my first time ever having an opportunity, you know, to shine this way. Um, being an office alignment, being able to protect you for such a long time, it's just, you know, I don't know how to feel about this. I was telling one of my friends the other day that, you know, all my, my entire life, I've always wanted to touch the football. Mm. Both of you guys have had that opportunity, and here I am yeah. today. I feel like this You're, is my time to, to touch, touch the football. Touch, okay, that's exactly right. I love. It. I like that. This is like a, a what do you call it? A tackle pass. What big Andre caught in the what? What, what Independence Bowl? Bowl. Independence yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it's like yeah, throwback screen to the tackle. Yeah, yeah. And BJ, how many? How many? We played together for three seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. So BJ was left guard, right guard, right guard. Yeah. Right guard, left guard, they're the same, right? Wow. <laughs> I, mean, I think See, so. The thing, I mean, the you thing put the about, right foot back on one side and the left foot back on the other. It's just that easy. I, I, I hope that all my former or current office alignment would be able to chime in on this, just how easy it is, huh? Well, you know, you could have been a center and had your ball in the hands yeah. every play like yeah. Antoine. Have right. you having your hand... Yeah. We, we didn't go and shotgun as much as we used to now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, man, yeah, great to have you in the show What are you, today. Uh, you're working for the for the university now. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so I am the director of A-Club Alumni. So uh, we basically welcome, build a connection base for all former uh, student athletes to be able to have a connection back to the university. And so, you know, I'm definitely excited to be back to the university, back to the capstone where uh, the place where everything was kind of given to me an opportunity and now I have an opportunity to make something and have a uh, to grow this university to a certain extent um, and an ability where all the rest of the former student athletes will be able to have an opportunity to stay connected I guess that's the yeah that's the base layman terms of putting it but yeah yeah I love yeah. that yeah tell you what we're excited about U.S. wellness meets yeah this Captain's Corner Podcast is always brought to you by U.S. Wellness Meats. Our animals eat right, so you can too. Check them out at uswellnessmeats.com. And don't forget to use the promo code BAMA to save 15% on your order. Promo code BAMA. Yeah. Everybody loves saving money. You got And you're eating good all at the same time. It's a win-win. They're great too. The salmon patties. Had them for breakfast. Mm. Ooh, with yes. some little eggs in there. Yeah, wild-caught salmon, That's man. That's what I'm talking about. It was pretty amazing. Well, I, I thought we said after. we will make an exception. We said we don't eat, we don't sleep. It's Vol Week. Yeah, I mean that was last week. We'll we'll, we'll make it. Oh, okay, last week. Yeah, come well, on, man. Like, what are you trying to do here? So this is a pretty cool week. <laughs> We're on the same team. We'll, the, the, <laughs> this is this is a cool week. We'll talk about we'll talk about the Volunteer Week. Let's let's recap. Let's talk about the the A and M Aggies before we get going because there's a, not only A and M but a lot happened this week in college football. There were some upsets. There were some teams that 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 played. Really good in primetime football, but I tell you what, two thirty kickoff in College Station, 
First off, yeah, love the place. Yeah, it was awesome. It was rocking down there on the field, man. First time I've ever been there. First time you've ever been Same there. Same as well. Did you go, BJ? Did not have. You got to go next year. We play them. It yeah. is. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a such a fun atmosphere, especially when you win. But a lot of traditions. A lot of tradition, man. I mean, they had the the cheers down pat. The the, the freaking cannon that went off almost Scared gave me a of heart attack. God, man, man. You know, because I wasn't expecting it to go off that early in the game anyway. You right. Know, not in the first quarter, the first drive of the game. Yeah. But you know. Even on top of that, yeah, it skipped the beat a little bit for sure. Right. It was loud. Yeah. <laughs> and when you got in the press box, they they have a memo sitting on your desk that said, it's okay. The stands are going to sway. It's going to feel like you're in an earthquake. Just be ready for it because it's going to rock and roll. Don't panic. We've checked it out. We've got engineers here. It's all good. But, man. So the Richter scale, give it to us. It I'm telling earthquake. you. What was it? I, I remember I was talking, and they tried to warn me, but all of a sudden, it's like I'd never been in an earthquake. Like just, and it, it was right there. crazy. <laughs> I know. It scared me. I, I was mean, about to take off running. Just I, <laughs> it was like no you, you're moving, and it's, you don't, it, it's, just, it, it's hard to describe because – all of a sudden, the building's rocking, and it felt really weird because you can't. There's nothing you can do about it. I, I feel mean, like you were swag surfing just then a little bit. Too. A little bit, trying yeah. to, yeah, trying yeah, to. Yeah, I got my swag. <laughs> I, I've got so much. Yes, yes. But you Nobody's you talked about you talked about that first drive. Man, it was tough. I mean, 15 plays, 75 yards, 75 yards, and even after a penalty, like they scored two touchdowns on the first drive. Right. Mm. Like you know, and that was you know. Very, very, you know, just tough to start a game as a defense. Sometimes that can take, you know, a hard blow to respond. But I think, you know, our guys rallied on the sideline really well. You know, understanding that Terrell Lewis was a guy that came and, and called the guys together and began to, you know, speak life back into the team and setting the tone. And, man, what type of game did he have after that first drive? Did he really? I didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I read an article about it. I didn't see it personally myself. And I guess as a sideline reporter, I, I should have saw that. But I was kind of watching You were offense. watching the fans? Yeah, okay, that's okay. The fans were kind of interesting too, man. I was, yeah. was, I'm telling you, it was just they were rocking. I was dizzy. I got caught in the whole swag surf, you know, frenzy as well. Man. It, it was, happens. It was, it was a great environment. It happens. I can't, I can't lie. But I read the article. So you so know, he was down there coaching up on the sidelines. Right after the drive, they said he was kind of the guy that collectively got the guys together. And, I mean, you go back and you look at the defensive game he had, you know, three tackles, two sacks, two quarterback hurries. I mean – the kid was was in the backfield raising havoc after that after that series. Well, and after series, that was really important because Kellamon started out five for five, 39 yards passing, but they were really running the ball. They were throwing the ball. They and Kellamon was a guy that I was scared if he came out and got hot that he could really change the outcome of the game. Right. But after that first drive, he was, he, was, he, he was very inconsistent. We got back there, and like you said, you get two sacks from Terrell Lewis. You start, you start thinking – you know, you're going to get hit every play. Right. And really changed it after that first drive because as an offense, there's nothing better than just marching down the field, very methodical about scoring a touchdown against Alabama. Right. And that's, you know, something that doesn't happen a lot. Not at all. And, I mean, what I like about, you know, the hits on the quarterback and the things that happen in terms of our sacks and, and, and quarterback hits, a lot of times it, it was four down. I mean, like you saw Terrell Lewis, he just won his matchup you know, two times in a row. Christian Barmore, the same thing. I mean, he was getting to the backfield and getting hits on the quarterback. Anthony Jennings, one-on-one matchups. I mean, it wasn't like we were having to bring pressure. We were able to yep. drop guys, knowing that Kellen Munn is a guy that struggles with accuracy. So you sit back in the zones and force him to throw the balls into the holes, and he can't make those throws. And when we were in man-to-man, you know, Patrick Sertan ended up with two pass breakups. Trayvon Diggs was uh, two pass breakups himself. So, I mean, we were, we were doing a good job on the outside playing, Man, those, playing those passes. I, I 
honestly think it was our best game defensively. Yeah. Even after the first drive, we had some early missed tackles, but they really settled in. Trayvon is playing really good the whole season. Yeah. I think Shaheem Carter had his best game. Terrell Lewis had his best game. Yeah. Um, Shane Lee came out and had eight tackles, I think it was. Yeah, he did. And uh, it, Barmore, Barmore came out of nowhere just as a, as a motor guy that we can put in in passing situations now that we know that can he can wreak, wreak havoc up in the middle. Because when you got a guy, what makes that so special now is that when you got a guy in the middle of the defense, and you would understand this as an offensive lineman, you know, when you got a guy in the middle of the defense as a nose tackle like a Geno Atkins that mm-hmm. can pass rush, and now you're forced with that center to now have to give him help with those guards, and now it's forcing those tackles to have to to block a guy like Terrell Lewis and right. Anthony Jennings one-on-one now, and they were able to make the plays they're able to make now when you have a guy like Christian Barmore wrecking havoc in the middle like that. And, I mean, you can speak to that as a guard. Well, basically, you got to count for all – at that point, you count for all five guys. It's almost like a bare defense. Um, And so when you're – you either got four down, you got five down. And when guys are just all in there bunched together – it, it it makes it difficult to decide who's going to be who, who's the middle, who's the middle linebacker. Because typically you're going to base your 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 slide or whatever call that you're going to make based off of that that Mike linebacker. Mm-hmm. So if he's over to the right, if he's over to the left, and if you can't really hear that, that makes it that much more difficult. But in this situation, it may you just kind of just everybody slide. That's the that's the most damaging thing that you can do at that point. Yeah. I mean, Barmore's playing good. Anthony Jennings had eight tackles, too. He had a sack. I don't know if it was his best game because he's played a lot of good games. But we, I think we got a lot of guys contributing. Can, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, because we haven't even mentioned the guy that's been out for the entire year, you know, X Factor. And, and he, he was flying around all over the field as well. That was mine. Uh, he was flying all over the field as well. <laughs> but uh, he was able to get a couple – pass uh, breakups that, you know, probably wish they would have been interceptions and things of that nature, but he had a big day, you know, six total tackles, a pass breakup, and I think I think two dropped interceptions. I hate to call it out, but, I mean, he was, that just lets you know he was around the ball, recovered a fumble as well, so he was still around the ball. And on the play, we drew, we drew up for the cut-ups that you can check out on our Twitter page, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Check it out. We break down a play. He came up in the double mug, a, a gap, and then even almost got the sack. sack yeah. He took a center one-on-one, pulled him down, and then got upfield. And, I mean, the guy, I love the guy. I mean, he's skillful, man. He's got, like you say, he's got a ton of talent. He can play the middle of the field, or he can play linebacker, walked up, blitzing the gap, or we can put him in coverage in man-to-man versus a slot receiver yeah. or a tight end. I mean, he's got a lot of characteristics. And, like you said, we have a lot of guys contributing, and especially last week, that contributed to that victory for sure. Well, and, and you know, defense, I think, I don't – I want to say it's been a question mark, but it's been one of the biggest areas of, of talked about concern this year. And when you get um, a really, I think, deep receiving core like Texas A&M did, right. they got some playmakers. And does, does shut them down for the most part all day long. Sure, they scored 28 points. One of them was late, the first drive. But overall, I don't think there's any question it was our best game. Yeah, I have to agree with you, man. Like you said, the first drive of the game, you know, another score late and a, a sprinkle in the middle there. You know, even though, we, like you said, we gave up, you know, quite a bit of yards, 389 yards. You know, we were still able, you know, to get off the field. They were, you know, only 5 or 12, so they were less than 50%, you know, on third down, you know, and then things of that nature. We were able to get to the quarterback and sack him, you know, five, five times. times. You know, I mean, that is a, a huge, huge emphasis, five sacks. And then, you know, two fumbles that they lost one of those. So we're able to win the turnover battle. And like we said, every week, if you win the turnover battle, 
you usually win the game. No question. Yeah. I, I also want to um, kind of bring out a point. Just looking at the time, like what is the time time of possession? Where do I find it on here? It was uh, 30 minutes, Alabama, and 29, Texas A&M. So, so it, I it think was, that's gonna, those are going to be kind of some main contributors into it as we go deeper into yeah. uh, the season, like how you look at the time of possession. Because naturally, spread offenses are going to be – like the offense we have, we score quick. And for us to have that ability – to say we're 30 minutes and they're 29 minutes, that shows the fact that we are growing into becoming a whole lot more balanced than we have been in the past. That's good. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be one of the a huge factor into showing whether we slow down the clock so that, you know, the team, the offense, even looking forward into it, um, that they really don't have the ball in their hands. And so I, I think that's something we might want to kind of look into and just make sure we're taking notes on that. Um, that that time of possession is going to be huge for us. Yeah, yeah and the, and we talked about the defense, but the other thing on the offensive side of the ball would be, hey, can we run it? And right. I think that's been more from a fan's perspective of just the tradition of Alabama yeah. offenses mm-hmm. of running the football. Yeah. Now, I'm perfectly fine with throwing it like we have been, yeah. but Najee comes out this game, 20 carries, 114 yards. Mm-hmm. He had that long one, I think it was in the uh, the third quarter, for for 25 yards. But yeah. I, we dialed up some – Line them up and run the ball. No run pass options, no checks off of it, but we're just going to run the ball. And for the most part, those guys up front did really good. I- uh, yeah, they did a great job. And, you know, one of the guys was, you know, I remember Landon Dickerson. I mean, he's pulling from the center position. Yeah. There, was a, there was a couple of times we ran that where you see him snap the ball and still get out in front of the running back and make some great blocks on the perimeter, you know, to spring some of these big runs that we saw from Najee Harris and B-Rob average, you know, five yards of carry as well. But like you said, total rushing. And, and to speak on BJ's point, you know, I, I felt like this was the most balanced game that we had all year, 293 yards passing and 155 yards rushing. You know, it's, it's normally been two. has been throwing over 400, over mm-hmm. 350, you know, having big numbers. He still was able to score a touchdown in the passing game. But we're like he said, we're able to balance this thing out a little bit in the running game. Well, 34 pass attempts from Tua. Tua finished 21 of 34 for 293 yards. But we had 31 rush attempts for 155 yards. Right. So yeah. the – Play calling by Sarkeesian is starting to equal out, and yeah. that makes it really tough on defenses yeah. when you don't know, okay, we got two guys in the backfield, motion's out, we got different personnel packages we're running. We're able to do run and pass now from all of our personnel packages. And I'm going to tell you who else it helps a lot, and we just talked about this. We felt like it was our best defensive game yet. Mm-hmm. When you're balanced like this on offense and you're and you're controlling the clock, you're giving your defense now time to rest on the mm-hmm. sideline. Mm-hmm. And not only rest – Make adjustments. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they see what happens to them. They, that first drive was 15 plays. They drove it down. I'm not exactly sure what our first drive was, but it wasn't a three- or four-play drive like it typically had been. Um, so our guys were able to take some time to adjust and, and, and make the adjustments they needed in that time. Well, to what you just pointed out, A&M gets the ball first and goes 15 plays, 75 yards, took eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you want to do is be able to come over and say, here's what happened right? from Pete Golding, the defense coordinator. Here's what we need to do differently. Exactly. Tua gets the ball, 10 plays, 73 yards, 4 minutes and 16 seconds. Right. That was the touchdown pass to Jalen Waddell to make it 7-7, seven to seven, but we gave the guys, including the time, the TV timeouts, like timeouts everything, right. we got a lot of time to exactly. go over and say, hey, here's what we saw on film, here's what we didn't see on film, we can make some adjustments, and then they did. They came back out and forced a punt yep. on the next Three drive. Exactly. To Jalen Waddle, good luck. Yeah. This guy, man. <laughs> I mean, he averaged 25 yards almost a return. Wow. Well, I can't believe they still kicked it to him. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, who's in charge? Kick it out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. I think one of the things we also kind of kind of keep in, a, the, in perspective with what Texas A&M did on that first drive, you know, typically what you're working off of is, that, is the, you know, the script it plays. Sure. So that was a, the, like – before people get all haywire on that first drive, uh, we'll talk about the scripted plays. Okay. Yeah. So, so typically, each coach, um, offensive coach especially, they're going to have scripted plays that that they've seen that are absolutely going to work in any game going into that first drive. And so, all coaches I've ever seen will stay up all night long working on these first fifteen because, to some extent, it it, it plays a psychological factor on the team. Um, to be able to say, hey, we're coming here, we're coming here to play. But it's almost like, you know, what do you do once you get punched in the mouth? And so right. that's what the opposing team are going to do is put, you know, try to punch you in the mouth from the very beginning. When we look at the game as a fan now, myself, I look at it as if, okay, what can we do for the longevity of the game? These coaches have come in scripted plays that are are to work to perfection, and once that perfection is over, after that first drive, because that was te- that's what Texas A&M did. They put everything they had in that first fifteen. Uh, that the first fifteen is what they call the scripted plays. Those first fifteen plays, and then after that, you have to play ball, and then being able to be able to strategize after that. Right. So that's where the strategy comes into play. Yeah, it definitely comes into play, and then you know defensively, how you combat the scripted plays from an offense mm-hmm. is you just have to be technique sound. Mm-hmm. That means you, you play with your with good eyes. You understand what your what the call is. You understand what your gap is and what your role is on that specific play. And you do just that. Mm-hmm. You don't allow the window dressing of what the offense is trying to do right. in those 15 plays to exploit your defense. Kind of like what Texas A&M did. If you go back on the first drive, it was a lot of formation into the boundary. Mm-hmm. And then they were moving that receiver back to the field, whether it was pre-snap mm-hmm. or whether it was post snap within the motion and from there it's causing a lot of movement in the defense their eyes have to change your responsibilities have to change and if you're not you know all synced on the same page you find gaps where they were able to get a couple creases in the run and make a couple plays on the perimeter so that's how you combat that and I think you know we were able to get on the sideline and Pete Golden say hey look Get back to the fundamentals, guys. Yeah. We know exactly what they're doing. This is what they're doing. It's not that big of a deal. Don't let the the energy of this building and the electricity of what's going on here get your eyes and your fundamentals out of whack. Go back to what, what we what we came And they did do. a really good job because yeah. offensively we've got the advantage of the first fifteen plays or that because you can run them over and over and over during the week, and you're really good at what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So defensive to combat that, you just gotta be sound. Yeah. Because we're gonna. The last thing we do before we get on the bus to go to the stadium is run those fifteen plays again, yeah. and you know them <laughs> in and out on offense and defense. You know you have to react and just be sound and go through your cues. Yeah, I know, man. So, what was like one of your favorite plays in your top fifteen that you ever did in a yeah. game? Can you um, think of one right now? No, because it was more like here. You know, you take the game plan. Yeah, it all depends on your opponent. It all depends on your opponent and what we're trying to do, but. You liked can, him as a quarterback because everybody knew exactly like yeah. whether it was a hot. Can or you was a can you choice. remember a specific game that like that first fifteen like they just ripped off and we were able to drive down and score? It was just a a, a great memory. Um, whole, you know, probably against Tennessee, one of the games. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Two thousand nine. No, we, no, actually, it was two thousand eight. We were gone, guys. Se- no, it was two thousand seven. Yeah, we graduated. No eight, BJ. That's, that's what happened. Damn. That's what happened with <laughs> old age, bro. You forget everything. I'm like, <laughs> what time is it? So we lost in 06. <laughs> We beat them in 07 here. We, we had a good game then. That mm-hmm. was actually, that we went was, to Tennessee. Yeah. No, yeah. Was that but, in Tennessee? No. 
No, that was here, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, I don't know if you remember this, that was probably my last game actually playing, my last full game. I was not supposed to play. So wow. at this point in time, when I dialed back to that game, that was in um, the textbook situation. We yeah. won't go too deep into that. But um, at that point in time, I've had my fourth knee surgery um, while playing this game. And, you know, it was one of those things where I knew that this was probably going to be my last year playing football, right? Mm. And I just knew that in that – the thing that I love about this game is you don't have to try to grab at so much. You Once you begin to accept your role and your position on the team, and that's what I did, I became a backup. I went from a redshirt starter here at the University of Alabama as a lineman. Then I became a backup. It's hard to kind of make that adjustment. And so when I became that backup, um, I just did not know when my time was going to come. And so we played Tennessee here that game. That Friday night, that's when everything went up in the air. Guys who were supposed to be the starters weren't the starters. So if you guys can understand and put it in context to your fans, we had prepared all week long for these people to be starting this game. Then all of a sudden, Friday night, right before the game, guys who were not supposed to be starting actually started that game. So that was one including me. And we put up, what, 500 yards on Tennessee Scorched that game? Yep. I'm talking about, man, I'll never forget an interview that uh, that interview that I did um, at the end of that that game. And someone said, I, 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 it's like, you never were supposed to even play this game. And here you are starting. How did you overcome it or something like that? And I, I said, you know, sometimes life just gives you oranges. And I was like, "What do you do with that? You make orange juice." <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were, so you were Beyonce before Beyonce with the no, lemon make lemonade. No, I didn't. what you're trying to tell us. I, I am on no way. <laughs> I mean, oh, just... Beehive do not come for me. <laughs> Beehive do not come for me. I am not. Rashad said that I did not put myself I mean, on Beyonce's level. Okay, you're right. Okay, I was just okay. trying to make a comparison there no, so we can wrap all the fans no, into what we're talking no, about. No, they they will come for me. I don't want that. But how about this? Uh, just real real question here i mean i love what you talked about just uh being a backup and not only that but like the way your career started and then the injuries and things you went to i'm sorry we're gonna go to a little bit more interviewing bj here (laughs) and you went through uh some injuries and you didn't get a chance to i guess as a red shirt freshman you probably think i'm gonna go to nfl playing nfl more like but you didn't get opportunity to do that um what kept you and what allowed you to continue to push forward and, and build the career that you built? Cause, I mean, you went on to have a eight year career as player engagement at, at the Kansas City Chiefs at right. the professional level, and then now back here in the A club. I mean, how, like talk to that to to the players and former guys who you know who go through injuries and don't get to where they think they were gonna gonna go in life, but right. still can be successful in, in other areas. Man, to be honest with you, and thank you for asking that. Um, you know, to be honest with you, you. Just don't want there's a lot that I don't know in regards to my future at that point in time. And I put myself in that position. And so you try to control and hold on to so much. But when you're in that situation of injury and, you know, you know, thankful that being in that in that space, that my injury allowed me to begin to change the direction of my career path. Not too many people have that opportunity. Like some people will step into that role where they're playing football and all of a sudden that the game is over for them immediately. Yeah. Like I had to take time to emotionally get over it and all that stuff. But one thing I knew for a fact was I know what was back in my hometown for me. Yeah. And my question was, do I want that and do I want to accept that? 
Or did I ever feel like there was so much more out there for me? Now, not to just throw it out there to say it became easy after that. There was so much that I, obstacles I had to overcome in regards to, you know, you come out of this thing thinking you're going to get a six-figure job immediately, and that's just not the case. It's more so um, adjusting the mentality and then moving into, okay, um, I volunteered here, then I went on and, and basically volunteered at Georgia State University, and that's when my real break came in mm-hmm. um, at, at, at the Kansas City Chiefs. And even then, let's not get it confused you still are not walking into a six-figure job or or, or attaining what you're hopefully attaining it's just continuously you know what this university um uh what this football program has been able to instill into me is you know such of a mentality that you know i would never give up on something that even when the obstacles gotten bad um they weren't as difficult um or you know as as pressured focus as they were here mm-hmm. like you just continue to to focus on the task at hand like coach Saban used yeah. to always say don't look up at the clock guys don't look up at the scoreboard yeah it's the game is still not over yeah life and is even still left to be lived right and still. even at this point in time here I am you know in a, a whole lot better place I don't want to sit up here and look up at the clock and say okay here it is here I am I've arrived no I still haven't arrived I'm 33 years old I still have a long life to live and there's a lot that can happen in between that time but I, I, you know, I give um, my my gratitude and, and my appreciation to this university and to this program of what they've actually built. And I can tell the people and the guys that are actually, whoever that will listen to this, that if you just buy in and accept and understand that it's not going to all go your way, but just believe in the fact that you are here for a reason and in this position for a reason and playing this game for a reason, that it's going to work out at the end of the day. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Good stuff, Thank dude. You. No, Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, and you worked your we worked your butt off the whole time and you've just kept right. your head down and done the right thing. And right. I think that's what Coach Saban always talked about is doesn't matter what the scoreboard is, you just gotta do the right thing. Have right. your process, right. stick to it, and if it's not working, you gotta be able to tweak it. Yeah. And I think, you know, Coach Saban does that better than anybody of saying, We can make mid course uh corrections. Right. Yeah. It's not always gonna be the same. It's not always gonna be perfect. And you just gotta Change your mindset and still do things the right way. Yeah, right. I totally understand that completely, man. Right. Speaking of a, a team that's probably going to have to tweak it a little bit, this upset, man, in SEC. What do you think? Did you talk about the Georgia Bulldogs? Mm. Gonna be tough. <laughs> that tough, was a tough one, man. Tough day. Tough day for Georgia. You know, and it goes to show you, look, I knew South Carolina. We talked about how much we thought South Carolina was a good team. Even yeah. though when we played them, they had lost to UNC yeah. and should have won that game. They had a true freshman quarterback coming in. They got really good players. They do. Must champ. Came from Coach Saban, doing things the right way. And they went on the road and beat Georgia kind of at their own game. Yeah, Georgia missing two field goals. Jake Fromm not having a very good day, throwing a lot of interceptions. Pick six right before half. Goes to show you if you don't come out even for that eleven o'clock game every week, you can get beat. Doesn't matter right. if you're the number three or four team in the country like Georgia was. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You know, any week, any team, any conference. Mm-hmm. You know, we we speak. You know, in the SEC as dominant as it is, but any conference, any team that you play, uh, if you don't come out to play, you know, you you can lose that game. And man, what a way to lose it at home. Uh, you know, with a sure-footed kicker. And man, to to miss a couple like that, I mean, that, that was tough, you know. But should this kid have bounced back in a major way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you look at those type of games, and you think about the old SEC of the past, and how SEC was never granted the opportunity to win a national championship back in the day because what was the excuse? Well, not even an excuse, but it was the truth that 
you know, we can never make it to the national championship because we're always beating up on each other. And this is where it is. This is what's going on. So it, it, it's the margin, a line of, what is it, uh, uh, any given Sunday, yeah. the margin of error is so small. And this is what's going on. Like, you can't make errors no matter what value you place on your opponent. Well, you yeah. can't turn the ball over. Jake Fromm, three interceptions. Helensky yeah. and Joyner, who came in from him. So Helensky went out, and then Joyner came in and did a really good job. Zero interceptions. Right. You lose – you lose three opportunities to score. Yeah, you end up getting beat twenty to seventeen, like Georgia did. Yeah, and they, you know they gave themselves a chance. And Georgia, I mean South Carolina should have won, won it earlier mm-hmm. before then. Yeah, but you know that that mindset sets in like this ain't our day. Right. When Georgia had the guys to go out and win, should have you know on paper should have won it, but it just goes to show you how important during a game is the momentum. Yeah, so, and, and South Carolina it, took it, and they they ended up. Finishing it. Yeah, and more importantly, you know, being where your feet are. I mean, they're they're in South Carolina that week. I mean, at home playing South Carolina, but I guarantee you they're thinking about Auburn. No doubt. They're thinking about Florida. You know, they're they're already two weeks ahead. You know, that's the importance of of this game and importance of, you know, just life in general. Like, be where your feet are. You can't control tomorrow. I can't do anything about my next opponent. I think that probably played a part in, you know, some of the players here. And Jake Frum probably having the day that he had. Was he thinking about that Florida defense or that Auburn front seven? You know, and and are we going to be able to make this push again? You know, that's why you got to do it a week at a time. That's why it's such a – it's such a tough game, man, and that's what I love about this game of football. I mean, you have to really take it a day at a time and work that day and then move on to the next one and then play that day and move on to the next one. Like, you can't get too far ahead. You can't. I mean, Jake Fromm ends up 28 of 51, 54%. Man. I mean, this is a guy that's he's one of the top-rating passers in, 51 in the country. 51 times, though? Right. I mean, can't it run the ball. They rushed for 173 games. yards. Right. But Keep running it. 173. I ought to rush for 273. <laughs> if you're going to let me rush for 173. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's it's really – and that's why each Saturday is so fun and unique because yeah. every game is different from the past. It, and then, you know, even the coordinators get in, get in, in a ball. bad habit. Right. Yeah, true. I mean, so, so true. You tell you who's not in a bad habit? Yeah. Them boys down to Baton Rouge. Whoo. Man, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's getting it done. Yeah, I mean, efficient. He is. I mean, come, come come along and, you know, LSU's always had the good defense. They've always had a good running game. It's like, oh, man, if they can just find a quarterback, this team's going to be hell to deal with. And then they go put up 42 against Florida this past week. Over 500 yards against a really good Florida defense. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you what, Florida played very good in that game. I thought it was good. It could that game could have gone one way or the other. Yeah, LSU just outlasted them. Yeah. But my man Joe Burrow, 21 of 24, 293 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. If you keep it score at home, that's 87 percent passing. Wow! Against number t- number seven team in the country. Yeah, I mean, even more impressive, or just I guess say equally to more impressive. Is that they rush for 218 yards on 24 attempts, mm. 9.1 yards a carry. I mean, we talk like you said, the number seven team in the country. Mm-hmm. We talked about how great their defense, their front seven was. They're, they're one of the best secondaries on the back end, and I mean, they literally had their way. I mean, you know, seven points, 14 points in the second quarter, 14 points in the third quarter. I mean, they, they so, really got rolling. Okay, so if you're Alabama, and and we're not jumping ahead. But say say we're we're game planning for LSU this week. How do you how do you slow down a team that can throw it and run it like them? 
You just got to play man-to-man outside, hope your guys can lock him down? Uh, I think, you know, this guy, Joe Burrow, he, he's shown that, that, he, that he knows coverages. He can read the defenses. Um, and, and as much as you, you want to disguise and, and give him different looks, um, you have to you have to do that. You you have to show him single high and, and play some cover two behind it. Show him single high, play some quarters behind it. You know, show single high and bring bring a fire zone. You know, I think you got it. You got to switch it up. You you can't let him get in the rhythm and understand and see the defense before it happens. It's got to be after the snap, tight rotation and tight movement, which is uh which is which is huge um, for us and as a defense to play these guys. And ultimately, you got to win up front. I think when you're playing a team that that's disbalanced and played as well as they did, 293 yards in the air. 218 yards passing, 511 yards total, you got to make them one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And the way that you can do that is by winning up front. So mm-hmm. our front four guys got to come in with a mentality that we're stopping the run. Our front seven, our linebackers, no run this game. And then from there, they're one, they're one-dimensional. Our offense has a chance to score points, which, right. which would be a, our biggest weapon and extend the lead. Now you force them one-dimensional. They're passing the ball every down. You can definitely get in a little bit more of a rhythm and dictate how you win that game. So up front first, disguising on the back end once we get them in the rhythm of having to pass and, the ball. And I feel like our DBs are playing so good right now. Diggs, Sertan, Xavier McKinney can do it all. Yeah. Shaheem Carter coming in, two or three press pickups his past game. Jordan Battle making a lot of plays. Man, we got we, we're very deep at out on defensive back, and they get to go against the best receiving core in the country every single day in practice. Man, uh, every single day, and I, like you know what else is deep? This U.S. Wellness meats. It's four hundred flavor packed all natural foods that you can get from. That's four hundred different types of food that you can get from U.S. Wellness meats, and you got to go to the site. I'm telling you, like we have the lamb. I haven't tried the lamb, but I do have the chicken sausage that I eat in the morning. It is farm raised, pasture raised, you know, omega threes, all the healthy stuff that you need to do. It's got me doing yoga, zen in the morning now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting back to my old self, man. And it's all because of U.S. Wellness meats. I feel you, my dad. So I, my dad is a big. He's like. Bobby Flay when he gets on that grill okay, and throw it down. Yeah. So he ordered a pass suite because we'll go over to his house. The whole family will throw down the grill. We're doing it at our household too. So check it out. And I like their tag. Are you on a mission for, for prime, prime nutrition? nutrition? <laughs> so good. Check them out. Bama and the promo code for 15% off. Type it in. Ships right to your door. It's as, it's so easy. It's so good. It's as good as they get. So uswellnessmeats.com, promo code BAMA for 15% off. I need to try this U.S. Wellness Meat, y'all. y'all been, I got some at the house, y'all man. Y'all been talking about it I'll, for how a while. About, you know, yeah, we'll to. take it and unthaw it, throw it on the grill. I'm down with that. And get after you know, it, man. I like that. I like that. You know, I'm on, my, I'm on my health kick now. So. Are you? Yeah. You look good, by the Thank way. Thank you, man. I try to. You look Slim down. You've been working out, Rashad. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been t- telling Rashad he's got to get back in this workout. Rashad's thing. got it. He's I'm, let himself go a little bit. I though. have, man. A little bit of this gut here, man. I'm trying to see if I'm <laughs> over the table like this. That's love, man. Kinda, That's what that is. It is. That's love. I'm really preaching hey, myself. That's love. You see me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, but go back to the fact that y'all was talking about this. Uh, the trenches, the LSU man. Like these guys got four returning starters though. Like their their offensive line is. Mm-hmm. They're serious. Yeah. They they are a – and I think what we were discussing earlier is the return of um, the, the continuity between Alabama office alignment. And, you know, one of the things that I remember Coach <laughs> Pendry used to say, like, I don't I don't care who you are, man. I don't care where <laughs> you're from, what you look like. I'm going to play my best five guys. And I think – and when you look at it, <laughs> that sounds just like it's <laughs> So when we when you boil down to it, what you want and what you're gonna do is focus on who are the best five guys, and and if um, LSU has found that, 
early in the game to be able to find what their best five guys actually look like. Um, we are getting to that point. Yeah. And I hope so. And when we look at it, like we'll be at that point where I we'll th- find out who our best five I think, guys are. I think we got six good guys. Yeah, I was okay. going to say the same. Landon Dickerson was able to come in this week with Chris Owen being out, played the center, played really good, didn't have one single bad snap the whole game. Yeah. Evan Neal is just a beast at left guard. Then you bring Deontay Brown, who can play really everything. So we got – we really got four guys that can play right. the three positions in the middle. Obviously, the two guys on the, on the outsides are really good. Right. Um, Jedrick Wills, I thought, had a really good game, too. He's playing yeah. a little ticked off, which I like. Yeah, no I doubt. I mean, he's getting after it. I know he got that personal foul at the end of the game, but, you know, he's getting a little attitude. Yeah, yeah he playing is. Playing with the edge, playing with aggressive. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I mean, you got to be – you can't. You don't want to get a penalty. Of but, course. But – I like my offensive lineman who's borderline trying to rip somebody's face off right. when he goes out there and plays. Right. Yeah. Right. You that type of guy, BJ, or you know, are you just soft as you are here? Today? You know, you know, I just try to be, you know, as cordial and corporate as you can possibly. Now he is. Yeah, but, he is now. Yeah, B, back B, in the day, I want BJ's the BJ like, that was sixty-one, Clark County. Listen, that that my mentality when I played was this: like, yeah. I didn't. That. I didn't talk trash. I didn't talk a, a bad game or anything like that. I know, like there was people that would talk at you, but. What I always heard back from defensive linemen was this. Like, the ones that they actually were afraid of mm-hmm. are the ones that said nothing. No. They block yeah. them, go back to the huddle, and just smile at them. That was my whole entire mentality, yeah. the way I played again. Now, <laughs> in between in between those lines and the whistle, yeah, it gets nasty. Old school, huh? Oh, yeah, I Let love it. Let the pass do the talking. I love it. Different. I love just it. flip a switch. Oh, Gentle yeah. giant now. Switch, switch. But before, go out there. When you put that helmet on and those – Head uh, chin straps go click. It's yeah. time to go. Yeah, you got to you got to play with some passion, man. That's yeah. what I love. Hey, it's passion this week, full of passion, no mm-hmm. doubt. Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's a, it's it's. I love talking about it every year because we get to play them every year, and it's it's more of that just don't like each other. You know, mm-hmm. Auburn is in state. They're like mm-hmm. our brothers. Yeah. You know, you go to we, like we go to work with them. We got coworkers. You got family. Some of family are Auburn members. I don't have any Auburn family members, but some people do. Um, Married in, but Tennessee is like, no, we don't like it. My favorite <laughs> clip, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet it. Is it was the guy when we were playing? Oh yeah, who yeah. was out by the Ferguson Center yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about man? I, they low down, <laughs> they dirty. We don't it's, like them. That ugly, ugly orange, <laughs> that puke The inside, the pumpkin orange. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> it. And I think that perfectly kind of embodies the Alabama fan base of we just don't like we hate you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the history of this is. Uh, to a certain extent, we point back to Tennessee on like how we went through a rough patch historically at the University of Alabama. Again, not to get too deep into it, but it's the story is it's because of Tennessee. Yeah. Like they have been the culprit behind like wanting us to fall. And the truth be told, like, let's put this game in the complete context. Yeah. If we think about the that 2009 national championship game, mm-hmm. that game yeah. Yeah. was Absolutely close, no doubt. That game was, that. and, and we, they were not that good that year, right? No. Am I or am I wrong? So that game was very, very close. So for the fans that are out there listening and thinking this is a a walk in the park, it can't. We cannot look at it that way. Not at all. Well, we are going for our 13th straight win, though, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. No, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're coming off their first SEC win last week, and they do have our old guy Jeremy Pruitt, yeah. who knows everything about this program for yeah. sure. 
everything in terms of the calls, how they run the defenses, weaknesses it, of the defense. Right, he's going to watch the film from it. last week from Jimbo and see some things there and things like that. So it, it definitely is going to, you know, I think the emotions of the game are going to come out early on. Night game. Night game. We're going to be under the lights. Oh, new lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see the new LED lights. I can't wait, man. Can't wait. So, but are you going to have a cigar ready to go? Oh, yeah. Light them up. Light them up. You, are you providing? No, Rashad is, man. Yeah. Come on. You are? Come on, man. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Everybody, show up. You you providing for everybody? Let's do it. Yeah. You getting Ethan one? Of course. Ethan, the engineer, the engineer on the ones that, and twos yeah. over here. Yeah, you DJ. Should, you should provide Ethan. John Parker's address so everybody can show up at his house. <laughs> yeah. so. Sounds I, like a great idea. <laughs> <DJ>. <laughs> I, 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 the only thing is I don't have his address. Oh yeah. You know wow. I had wow. trying to get I know. him like he, I have invited him. I can't I can't make him come. <laughs> yeah. That sounds bad, man. Y'all y'all always welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I might just show up there. Come on. No Tennessee hey, do they, fans. I wonder if they still, uh, the opposing fans still get quarterbacks' phone number. They do. Uh, it's So that's an LSU tradition. They did it this year against Sam Ellinger. Okay. Okay. Um, he didn't get the – I guess I'm the only one that's gotten the 15-yard penalty for – I know, right? Yeah, you yeah, did. I, you did. <laughs> you knew we were going to get that. But, I mean, I'm the only one that got the penalty. Does Tennessee do it too? Come on, JP. No, they yeah. don't do it. Okay. I mean, it doesn't work. You, you can't act off emotions, man. I know. Div- Devontae, we didn't talk yeah. about Devontae having to sit out the first half yeah. of this game. Yeah, man. Emotions. It, 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 and it was it's a always, tough situation, I know, too. but it's always the a second, second guy. guy. Yeah, and I'm, I was watching it from the sideline like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. So, so you know, there, there is at the end of the game, A&M knew they were out of it. Yeah. And that's when, that's when you know as a guy that's winning the game, you're like, they're coming after me. They're exactly. going to try to get cheap Whatever shots. Whatever they can do. And their hand jostling would be a nice way to put it. And Devontae just kind of. Yeah. Gets off the guy chin. slings him down first and then kind of throws a slight jab himself. Yeah. Right. And then he hits him with a, a full one on the way back. So, right. But, but, you know, you I can't was, respond. You can't. And I'm all, I was always under the pressure. It's not a good idea to hit somebody in the face mask. No, not I at mean, all. That, that face mask is, it's is hard. hard. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's not forgiving. Right. <laughs> at <laughs> all. I need Devontae's I, hands just perfect. Yes. Like they have been. They have been great. Man, and, it, okay. I know, we, I know we're, 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 we're running up on time, but. Um, I have nowhere to be. Two things. Two things I want to talk about. <laughs> a, one of the things that I noticed back in the A and M game that I don't know if y'all noticed, and I don't even know if we've talked about it. We A and M fair caught every kickoff. Yeah, which is strategic. Hey, we're gonna get the ball at the twenty-five yard line. We've got no risk of being in bad field position. Twenty-five is a good start. I mean, it used to be a couple of years ago you get at the twenty-yard line, so they're fair catching it. Our guys, digs, rugs. Trying to score. Yeah, every time. I mean, they're getting it five, six yard deep, trying to take it out. Yeah. I mean, their kicker at one point was their leading tackler. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but for me, it's just a uh, it's a, a mentality thing of what we're trying to do. We're just trying to go out and score and be aggressive and relentless. Yeah. And for them, it just kind of feels like they set the tone the wrong way of, hey, fair catching it. We're going we're gonna to have to go 75 yards to score. Exactly. I mean, to, to prove your point, like they started all their drives on the 25 are are less the 16 18 and 18 were their other drive starters for us we started at the 27 the 43 the 38 the 40 the 45 yeah uh texas a&m 30 those after punts but kickoffs i mean 40 yard lines and 38 yard but, lines but i think still, it translates to the punt game too like hey we are moving the, the ball, ball in the chains yeah totally and that means points every single time no doubt i mean you get waddle the ball and i know he hadn't had as many touches as he wants to an offense but i you know 128 yards Punt returning yards is a lot of field position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tell you one thing, I think returning punts has got to be one of the toughest things just from a 
Wind's blowing. Guys are running at me and judging. Do I let it bounce? Do I go catch it? Do right. I let it roll? I don't want to go make a fumble. I yeah. got to get every. There's a lot of lot of external factors going no doubt. on. He makes such good. He's the guy smart. Yeah, he makes great decisions. I mean, he's grown. I think the most in his decision making from last year. I mean, I, th- I thought he made you know some good decisions last year. There were some times where he he was a little bit of a freshman, right? But this year, I mean, he's been supremely confident in every decision he makes back there. And not only once he makes the decision after he gets it in his hands too. I mean, he knows when to cut back across the field, when to go backwards to gain yards. Mm-hmm. Like he's not making negative returns and no. negative plays, trying to make the big play. He's been extremely solid, even though he's only got one receiving touchdown in, in the special teams game. I mean, he's been he's been exactly that special for us for sure. And it's a it's a mindset mentality. Let's go get him. Yeah, and I love that. That's how we're gonna be this week. And then you know, for the first time this season, five wides. Ooh. Mechie, I mean, that's a t- Mechie came in who who was the huge recruit. He was the eight A MVP, but now you get you get. Our five really good guys on the field. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's going to be very tough for defensive coordinators to try to find the matchups. Yeah, I right. mean, at the end of the day, that was a tall sweep. The play to Jalen Waddle that we showed on the captain's cut up was a tall sweep. He's lined up at number three. He runs a bubble route. Two is throwing that ball eight yards mm-hmm. at the most. I mean, and then as accurate as he is, yeah. that's just a tall sweep on the perimeter. And you got your supposedly best defender versus our best guy in space in right. Jalen Waddle. Good luck, man. And like, then Mechie comes down. <laughs> First play, I know he's played. This is his first like real action play. There's yeah. a block that springs him for a touchdown. Exactly, and watch him dance after that. But 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 the, but the way the guys and and all of our all of our receivers are interchangeable. Where yeah. that's not just an X or a right. Z. They're all playing different spots. So right. Judy could come and play number three. Right now, do you have a safety on him, or do you bring the corner in? Like, right. what do you do? Exactly. And now and now with the motion sweeps and the jet sweeps and I mean, you have to go to a unique package all together i mean you can go to a dime package but i mean you're still gonna have probably a typical linebacker out there at some point we're gonna find a way to exploit that in some type of way too is so smart put, he sees the match what if we put slade back there and we have six wideouts in the game i know right <laughs> <laughs> you got a little, 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 little hot sauce right there that's, jp that's, draw it up that's kind of hard that's kind of hard to, to to change or i mean from your perspective from a defensive perspective especially how do you begin to adjust for that whenever you see guys being able to change and play in different positions? You see five wide, you see a guy playing X, who's usually playing X, he's playing Z, and just moving. Like, typically, you base that off percentage-wise. Yeah, I, so, I'm sorry. You you're good. No, no, you're good. Typically, like you said, I mean, you normally base it off percentage-wise, and normally guys are – and that's what makes our group so unique and so special. Normally say uh, – I'm just going to give you NFL references for terms because that's where our last play, and that's what – Coming so to my head I right feel now. You. I remember the last thing I learned. You know what I'm like, so just imagine uh, uh, Julio Jones. Right. Julio Jones is typically the X receiver. Right. He's big. He's strong. He's normally going to play X majority of the time. Right. Um, if you go into eleven personnel or empty personnel, and he's not at one X on the ball, he's right. at two or three or somewhere like that. In the NFL at that point in time, he's out of position. Right. So they're they've designed a play to get him the ball. Right. That's what you're thinking. That I mean, your attendance go up directly because you're trying to find those special guys. Odell Beckham's at three or Odell Beckham's at two. Like you're finding those guys. He's in a different spot because they're doing something unique to get him the ball. Right. But with our guys, you, you can't you can't tell that. I mean, yeah. like like we just said, we got Smitty, we got Judy, we got Ruggs, we got Waddle, now we got Mechie. Ooh. And we can put them all at any spot that we need to put them at, and you can't determine that, hey, they're running this certain route concept because Judy's at three or Judy's at two. And times when you're watching games, and that's what made me the player I was. I mean, I, I was 
kind of fast, but I wasn't the fastest, but I would watch the film and I would dissect it so much that those tendencies where you would take a tight end and have him at two mm-hmm. instead of putting him at three like he typically is, now I know that they're probably running some type of bubble screen with, right. with this three guy trying to work him against my backer because this tight end's out of position here. Yeah. You know, and, and you can't you can't get those tendencies with us and start I mean that, that that's a great weapon to have, man. Yeah, that you don't tip your hand. He's done a good job too of spreading them out. Yeah, of changing it up. Like we said earlier, you know we're pretty balanced right now moving into this Tennessee game. So yeah. it's gonna be fun, man. Yeah. I can't wait. We got a nighttime kickoff, yeah. eight o'clock coming up. Get your LED lights. LED yeah, lights. I'm excited about that. I, I don't know if you guys are, but I'm super excited about that. I am too. I am too. I'm yeah. excited about everything. It's gonna be a fun week. Get your Instagram going. I am. Yeah. Turn the lights on. Are you on Instagram? <laughs> so Rashad yeah, Johnson twenty six on, on twenty six is on on Instagram. Yes, sir. Just Rashad Johnson on Twitter. What is your at Higher Learning sixty one? Okay. Yeah. Higher learning, that. yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm pretty simple. I'm JP Wilson 14. Yeah, I chose that route <laughs> because I'm all about educating myself. Good for you. Yeah. You know, you guys have taught me a lot here today. To be honest you with could- you, one thing I did learn for all the listeners, like this is a fascinating place here for all y'all. You guys never been here. This is quite impressive. This studio that they have, I, I've I've heard a lot about ESPN studio. I don't, I don't know if they can touch this. So we're here in Bryant Denny Stadium yeah. in the north end zone. I didn't know about this either until we started this podcast. Yeah, I didn't know about it until I did the show last year for the recruiting gate gig, but it's amazing. Uh, it's unbelievable. We got a we got a uh, touch screen board that we draw on every week, break wow. down some plays. Coach Saban uses it also. This is where WVUA broadcast. Right. So, you know, got a lot of students in here working, but man, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, and luckily, uh, they let us use it every week. Ethan helping us out, engineering, producing the show. Yeah. Chelsea is our is our uh, is our team mom, getting everything done. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. Thank and you, thank executive you. producer as well. Obviously, just giving the <laughs> she's ideas. It. She's creative it. director. That's Crea- she's, she's everything. Yeah. yeah, we'll call her Slash. Slash. Yeah. Oh, Slash. I like Slash. It. That's a new nickname. <laughs> Yeah, man. But seriously, BJ, is, man, we we appreciate you, you joining us. Nah, man, I appreciate it. This I appreciate was fun. It. This is like the 08 reunion. It there feel, was only what feels four or like five the locker room seniors. again, huh? I know. It that's does. why. Like I said, we're trying yeah. after the first one or two times. Like, man, this is fun. Like, yeah. just being over here, come and talk, chop it up. Can we call it the? the you no, know, we're gonna have our locker room segment. The locker room segment. Yeah, I like, I like that. it. Can this it, whole I thing's a locker room, basically. I think so. Uh, yeah, but we keep it clean. You know, this is a family friendly show. Definitely is that. Try to. All Alabama, I mean, all the I time. I guess we could go. We could. I mean, we could go real locker room, but yeah. Mm. Can when when do you guys can we can I call in next week or something like that? Sure. Yeah. yeah well, I'd you. I mean, you work here. You can come up. But I just want to call in and give myself an. Alias. You can download the podcast on the Alabama Insiders channel. I have that. Good. Keep I already it. Have subscribe. That. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe. Send us questions yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. We're, yeah. On, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Is it Captain's Corner on Twitter? Yeah, Captain's Corner uh, UA. Okay. Captain's Corner UA on Twitter okay. and Captain's Corner UA on Instagram. Okay. We're very accessible. Okay. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. That's I mean, you want to just call in and what, just ask a question or just like, what do you want to like? It's not a live show, so yeah. you can't, you know. I mean, still, like, as a fan of you guys, I mean, I downloaded the podcast. That- I still like to... You know, being able to hear my voice. Tell your friends. Yeah, I, retweet I want, it. I want to make an alias for myself. Okay. And then call in. Then for you guys. So make be, you like a part of the show. Yes. Okay. Like what? This ain't, this, this ain't a call-in show. <laughs> we can't do it, though? <laughs> we'll do it for you. Thank you. Yeah. Man, we'll pitch us the idea and we'll get Listen, it done. Listen, I am, I am a customer here. <laughs> <laughs> I expect my needs to be met. 
Provide for me, please. This is not Burger King. I can't have it my way. Also, you just running the show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Again, now put me back in my office alignment spot. You yeah. just hey. go over there and do what you got to do. Do, 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 do. You keep, you keep block the guy in front you of you. Keep subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so see, you guys are demeaning to us office alignment. No, listen, we get no love. Just block him. That's is that all just we do? Just in front of you. Let bro. me let me make sure everyone knows. Right, I'm just joking. We are the thinking. most athletic. The smartest individuals. I, I, I don't totally disagree. disagree. Everything I do, I have field. to do it backwards. Yeah. Trust me. Defensive what, backs. Oh, so, I have to do so every, we, everything I do, I have to do backwards. I have to do it backwards. What do you With do? With a heavier backwards. weight. What? You go forward on well, no, blocks. Sometimes. You even know where you're going. I'm, yes, I do. Like they, have to, they tell you go it's, right, go left. That's not around, the case. Right. You, you, I'm reacting. John Parker's give these long paragraphs in the huddle. I mean, he has to be right. really smart. That's, yeah. But as far as athletic, athletic that's about no, it. Yeah, smart. Yeah, I understand so that, smart. That, that cuts that one out. <laughs> right. So, all right. So, let's stick to you and I, all right? So, you. What do you have? You go backwards? Everything that I do. I go back. And I re- pass blocking. Do we not that's go That's only backwards? one thing you do backwards. We do a lot. How many times do we? Now we're starting to be balanced in the offense. So we <laughs> we pass the ball majority of the time in the, in the past, right? Do you not come downhill on run play? But you know your pass protection. Do you not come downhill? No, I'm reacting to everything. So you could just wreck havoc and then be successful on defense. That is, is not a saying. win. So you don't no, have to not. be smart been playing you defense. Have to be All right, so smart. that card. Here we go. You are like a damn married couple. I know, right? Yeah, I ain't going to win. i tell you what. Okay. I'm gonna give it to the DBs. Oh, why? Because yes. he's here with you every Boom. week. Because they know. Because they can't even touch the guys. So they get a 15 yard penalty. Yeah. DBs, I think, without question, is the most athletic person on the field. Have you ever tried to have a 300 pounder run against you? I'll give it to you. You were the most athletic guy on the team, though. You were. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Who was? You have you not seen the dancing bear, Andre Smith? Ooh. Yeah. Still playing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he, is. he is. Good for him. That's the what dancing I'm talking about. bear. Yeah, that's what they called him. I didn't know that. Started a true dancing. freshman back before true freshman really started. Started, yeah. <sighs> the dancing bear. Yeah. Like Happy for We'll have to get Andre. We'll Andre's get next. Yeah. Andre, you're coming on next week. Yeah. After we're gonna we're gonna get Andre on here, recap this win against Tennessee. Yeah. We'll be back. You know what? I, I would like to see you guys put a poll up there somewhere, somehow, uh-huh. on your Instagram or Twitter. Put a poll out there and let's see people say which position is the most athletic? Okay, you really and, want to you, do that? We're gonna yeah. do that today. But okay. you have you have to put a liner out there to be able to say, provide a reason why. Don't just go out there and say, "Oh, the quarterback is no." That one's cut out because I mean, we already but, did that. But one. I mean, okay. is is how are we gonna judge that? Is it yes or no? Or is it or is it yes plus what they say and behind some, the yes? I mean, like that's gonna, that's gonna put, take us forever it, to figure out. I mean, come you, on, BJ. Somehow you got I, black I, and white. Okay, I got an idea. You can make it like a championship type of thing. All right, so you got your <laughs> offense versus defense, and then now you know you got the quarterback versus DBs. Then you got your offensive lineman versus defense lineman. Then you bring it down to the championship trophy, saying. This group, the office lineman, by the way, is the most athletic group that you've ever seen. And let me state my case. You guys don't want to hear my case we're gonna, because we're I'm gonna, a We're going to cut your case out. We're going to audio okay. cut it out, and we're going to put it with the thing okay. when we put it out. Okay. And we'll do the same with, with okay. uh, my case as well. Can, I, can I reiterate my case? This, yes. A closing argument. Okay. So the closing argument is here. I wanted All to right. be a lawyer. So as an office lineman, obviously you're – a bigger individual. You have to move backwards. You have to move forwards. You also have to remember the plays. And limited space. And li- what do you mean limited space? You've never seen offensive lineman pull on a corner? Got to move backwards in limited space. You have to move backwards to go forward. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
In order to go forward, you have to step back. You got other office alignment around no, you, you don't. so you have if to you, go around them. No. Okay, look, can I finish my case? Sorry. You're Your doing Honor, a great job. Your right Honor, now. I object. That's what I was supposed to say, right? No. You're making your case. He would make the objection. I would, right. I was, I was supposed uh, to he's say. He's stepping in on my case. So right I was, okay, so here we are. <laughs> we have to wrap it up. The creative director is telling us we have to wrap it up. All right. So we move backwards, forwards, and we have to remember all of the plays. Not only that, let's make sure this is clear. As the center, the center sometimes have to call center. out the plays. This is office alignment. I said, okay, as a group, we are a family I got. I supposed to have all my brothers with me. So we also have to call out the defense. Do we not? True. Okay. I thought the quarterback does that. Not all the time. Thank you. So we have to remember the plays. You have to remember what snap count it is. You also have some office linemen have the ball in their hands, so they snap it and remember what down they have to snap it on. You have to also be able to adjust the pull when you're pulling on little DBs who are pretty quick themselves, but obviously not as smart as the office alignment. So I pretty much have stated my case. You guys can be the what is the jurors here and make sure you vote for the right ones. Okay. Thank you. I like it. We'll put the poll up. I like that. That's a good we'll have a we'll have a poll question. Okay. Brought to you by BJ Stabler. Yes. And, and the US uh, Wellness Meets. And the US Wellness Meets. Promo code BAMA. Fifteen percent off. Get your health on. We'll be back next week. Hopefully seven and oh. Smokey Joe. Followed by Let's Arkansas Homecoming the next week. So we'll be back. Maybe I think we'll, we'll try to we'll try to get Andre on. Talk about his his Tennessee experience. So join us, Alabama Insiders Podcast. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. This has been the Captain's Corner. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.